1: everyone you're listening to battle red radio i'm matt weston on this episode of the podcast i spoke to andre johnson my personal favorite player in texans franchise history the greatest wide receiver in texans franchise history and a future hall of famer in this episode we talked about a quiet a wide variety of topics uh so without further ado here's the interview Well, first off, I want to say it's a great pleasure speaking with you today, Andre. Uh, my first question for you is that even though the Texans are four and seven right now, and start off zero and four, when I mean, the playoffs kind of being a near impossibility, how difficult was it for you as a player and for the team to you know, get ready and prepare week in week out, uh, whenever you find yourself in the middle of a lost season and a difficult season like this? You know,
2: zero and nine, zero and ten, then that's different, but. Uh... You know, I think, you know, as
0: you go week by week, you know, as long as you keep winning, you you know, you still have a chance. So, mm-hmm. um, so you can't never look, you know, ahead. You just have to, you know, stay focused on the game that you have that upcoming Sunday.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, and it really does seem like the team this year has really embraced that after being New England, like how they did, and after being Detroit, and also their comments afterwards where you know, Wallace was talking about, you know how they're and go on a run and still not look at like the the postseason is over by any means at all either. Mm. Um, yeah, I was going to say with with Watson, you know, he's currently playing at like a top five level according to the statistics and, and the numbers portion of it. Do you think Watson currently is a top five quarterback and the type of guy who you know going for can lead the Texans to the playoffs year after year kind of entirely on his own because of the talent issues the team currently has?
0: Yeah, I definitely think he's a top five quarterback. Um I think, you know, I think the his start uh kind of played the the offseason kind of had a role in that because you didn't you know, you didn't have an off season, you didn't have a preseason. Um you have him playing with, you know, two receivers that he never played with. Um So, you know, there has to be some, you know, uh, connection there where they have to get on the same page and things like that. So uh, I think, you know, that, you know, was had some effect on his play at the beginning. And I think now you see that they're on the same page and there's a connection there and you see his confidence level has you know, you can look at his play and tell he's very confident in what he's doing. I think when you watched him in the beginning of the season, he wasn't sure of, oh, you know, what the receivers may have been doing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think now though, you can tell they're on the same page and you know, as you can see his numbers, you know, they show it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's and there's a couple examples of that early in the year, like missing David Johnson like a slug over and i missing Cooks on some vertical routes too, or didn't seem on the same page um, in that regard. How jealous are you of like Will Fuller and Brand Cooks, and even DeAndre Hopkins before he was traded to have the opportunity to play with a quarterback like Watson?
2: Um, it, 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 it's funny because I remember uh, when he was a,
0: he was a rookie. Um, I would, there was times I would go like out to practice and stuff, and he would always tease me and be like. Put your cleats on. on. <laughs> so, um, it, 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 the thought has always been there. Like, you know, man, if I had a chance to play with this guy, you know, I can only imagine, you know, how it would be. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said, he's a great talent, tremendous, tremendous player. So uh, I think he's going to to continue to get better.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think you know 1800 yards in a season have been possible for you if you had a chance to play with them instead of your peak about 1600 um in houston's offense before well and going back to like your playing days like i miss watching you play football i think just about every texans fan miss watching you play out there the only guy out there right now who currently reminds of you any sort of form of fashion is aj brown with tennessee do you think that's a good comparison all for the way that you play and the way he plays right now
0: yeah i'm, I'm starting to hear that a lot um He's a great player, man. Heck of a player, very physical. Um, can catch the ball over the middle and take it the distance, uh, and that's one thing I notice about him. He's not afraid to go over the middle, um, oh yeah, and, and he plays the game very physical. Um, I really, I, I really like the way he plays the game.
1: Yeah, he's, he's been a blast to watch, and you know, even even I think is he's somebody that Texans fans can appreciate watching as well too. Um, you know, a lot of people know you for everything you've done on the field. And one of the things that curves ten years ago is the anniversary of you know your your famous fight with Corlin Finnegan. Uh, whenever you're playing, was there anybody else that you wish you could have punched, or is there anybody you wish you could punch right now?
2: Uh, nah, nah. I, uh,
1: I'm 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 not a. I don't
0: bother with anybody unless they bother with me. So, uh, but no, I just I, I I've just always tried to play the game. Uh, you know, there's always been a little bit trash talking and mean, things like that, you know, when you're out there playing. But uh, I've always tried to try to play the game the right way and um, just handle myself the right way when I'm out there.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um, well, whenever you watch, going back to like whenever you're playing, that 2011 Texans team, I still think is the best team in franchise history, even though, you know, last year Houston was up 24-0 against Kansas City that's probably the closest they've been to like making to a conference championship game but that being said like a matchup doesn't get hurt that year do you think that team had the talent the ability to be able to play with you know Baltimore and New England maybe even the Giants the Super Bowl was that like a Super Bowl contending team until the injury happened
2: yeah I'll I t- I tell everyone I think that was a, the best team we had um in my time here um I, I, I don't know uh it just seems like we were clicking more often than much like. Um, it, it it was,
0: you know, it just, the, the injury bug just got us. And, uh, you know, even when we went and played Baltimore that year in the playoffs, you know, we we went down to the wild with Baltimore with mm-hmm. T.J. You know, with a rookie quarterback. So, um, you know, it, it, I, I definitely think if we did have Matt, things would have been different.
1: Mhm and that was even your third string TJ Yates yeah, Matt Leiner even got hurt that year and you missed a ton of time that year too uh, I like, I still like to go back and watch that game cuz Aaron Foster was absolutely spectacular in that one
0: Yeah he was uh Aaron was a great a great uh he was a great player man um he uh the way he ran that zone running scheme man he was he was deadly with it so mm-hmm. I, I don't enjoy watching
1: him. Yeah, it's so fun to kind of go back and watch him, and even watch some of your old games from whenever the summer comes around. Football's not going on. Um, you're the—I don't know if you know this—but you're the only player who played for all three head coaches in Texans franchise history: in Dom Capers, Gary Kubiak, and Bill O'Brien. And you co- and you played for Wade Phillips. I guess you kind of sort of played for Romeo Cornell, who's now the head coach as the interim coach. Um, what was the biggest difference between like the coaching styles between Gary Kubiak and Bill O'Brien? whenever they switch from one to the other in
2: 2014? Uh, Coach Kubiak uh, was more laid back uh, than Bill. Um, you know,
0: Bill's going to, you know, be on you. Like, you know, especially the rookie guy. Like, he, he's going to be on you. He's going to yell.
2: You know, he was a real high-energy guy. Kubiak was more laid back. Um,
0: you would have to mess up a few times for Kubiak to, like, really, really, like, lay into you. But um, I think Kubiak was just more of, like, you know, ex- he would explain it more to you than, you know, you know, yell at you or whatever. So, um, but they both had different ways of doing things. Um I think it all depends on the type of player you are, to how you respond to it. Um, I I didn't have a problem with either um, because I was coached both ways, you know, growing up and in college. So um, I was kind of used to both ways. So
1: okay, um, well, usually this time of year, Christmas time is coming up, and it's always you know the Andre Johnson, uh, big Toys R Us, you know, shopping spree. Toy Dress is, is bankrupt now. Do you have a new store that you're going to take kids to this year? Or any other charity ideas you have for this year?
0: Um, no, not this year. Um, this year I haven't um, I'm not going to do anything this year. Um, I, uh, I'm just changing some things with my foundation. I'm working with some different people. Um, and so this year I was just I, I take a year off um, you know, doing stuff like that. And, you know, we'll get it all back to going next year.
1: Cool. Um, I know that you were you had a special assistant role with the Texans coaching staff last year. And you stepped down because of time, time constraints. Uh, do you ever want to coach again? Is that something that you have maybe in your future as, you know, maybe a few years from now at all?
0: Um, I, 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 I'm not, I can't really say right now. I'm not saying that it's something I probably wouldn't do again. You know, I, I, I wouldn't say no to it you know, right now. Uh, but uh, it's not something I want to do like right now at this moment. Um, you know, I, I enjoy my my freedom. You know, I enjoy, uh, you know, just spending time with my daughter and doing things that I want to do. So um, it's a very demanding job. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, probably at some point, you know, I may want to, you know, go back at it again. But uh, as of right now, I just, I'm just i just enjoying my time, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you watch much football right now? And if so, is there an offense that kind of stands out to you that you would love for the chance to be able to play and if you could still play?
2: Uh,
0: I still watch football. I mean, I don't think I ever start watching football. Um,
2: if it was an offense I could play in, uh, it would be probably Kansas City. Uh, you know, just the way, I mean, it's just so wide open, man. It's, it's, it's a lot of speed, um, you
0: know, and everybody's involved, you know, it's not just about one guy, you know, um, you can have Tyreek Hill beat you this week. You can have Miko Harmon come beat you the next week, Travis Kelsey the week after that. So, um, it's just a, it's a lot of firepower on one team and, uh, that's something I would I would like to have would have liked to experience.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you had that much firepower on one team. And, you know, it's like you have to pick your poison each week. So.
1: Yeah, and, and like even back whenever you played in Houston, it was you and Owen Daniels. There really wasn't like another sure number two wide receiver until they drafted DeAndre. Like when you watch Minnesota now, it kind of seems like Maybe Quebec kind of learned the importance of that because of when they drafted DeAndre and also now with Thielen and Jefferson that he has up there too.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, uh, you know, great to see that, um, you know, you, you, I don't think you can ever have enough weapons. You know, you have to, uh, you know, just, you know, but, but it has to, you know, go together, you know, when you put it together.
1: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Well, um, thank you for your time this afternoon. Uh, it's been really great to have a chance to speak to you, and also it's a lot of fun. You my, you watching you every Sunday. You are really enriched and being a Texans fan and a football fan in general. And we're probably the only thing worth watching for for a lot of those years too. All right,
0: I appreciate it.